What's up, everyone? This is the Bumcast. I am your host, HBAC, the head bum in charge, along with Baloney, the Southside bum, and Dougie Freshness. Um, quick question: Did we use the wrong intro again? I feel like those pictures were outdated. I could be wrong. No, you're just old, man. No. That's no. uh, that was the right intro. Although okay. we should probably switch this intro. Um, I feel like that resolution is like 360. It's not even like 720p. We gotta figure it out. We're not tech guys. By any means, yeah. you 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 found that out l- last night on the debut episode of Bums in the Bleachers, which we'll talk about <laughs> later. Don't oh, let the yeah, landscaper we'll... and, and and everyone else in charge. Yeah, that was. We'll talk about that later uh, at the end of the show. Um, that was uh, interesting, to say the least. Um, but yeah, new podcast from the Bums uh, about the Cubs is out now, guys. Happy Monday. Um, I am actually not drinking this week. After the week I had, so I'm going back to water. I won't probably not going to be that many rants, week. unfortunately. Uh, but guys, I was not there for a weekend. How was your weekend? You guys were all at the park on Saturday. Do you? Does everybody remember the weekend? Dougie, Johnny. Uh, rained really hard on Friday, and then Saturday, I had a good time. <laughs> we all had a good time. Um, yeah, thank you to everyone that came out. Jason, our fearless leader, um, was out glamping. We're going to talk about that. I actually have a bunch of questions about that. Um, yeah. But yeah, Whiskey at Comiskey. Dougie, we talked about it post-game uh, once we got home. Really good turnout. We were really happy with yeah. everyone that came out. The food was awesome. People made a dent on our whiskey bottles this this week. Um, that was awesome. We had a couple post-game beers uh, after the game in Lot B with a lot of people. We were there until they kicked us out, basically. So it was a lot of fun. We'll get ready. We'll recharge and, and get back at it August 26th on uh, a Saturday. So it was fun. Dougie, your food. Let's talk about your food for a little bit. Because yeah, that, 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 that looked fucking me. awesome, dude. I was jealous that the one tailgate that I had to miss, you busted out the pulled pork. And from all accounts, man, people love what they put in their mouth. Yeah, yeah. I ended up. I ended up doing 30 pounds and uh, I Jesus. decided me and me and Peter split the rest of it. And would we each get like, maybe like two pounds? Yeah. If that, yeah, I would say just like a yeah. half a, a gallon Ziploc bag of it. Yeah. There were so many people saying that they went and got third and fourth sandwiches. And uh, even, even after the game, people were coming out to the tailgate and they're like, Hey, can we bust open that Ziploc of pork and start getting at it? And people, you know, just taking tongs full of it and with <laughs> their hands. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, dude, every, everything in general, like, I mean, dare I say this was like almost just as big as the opening day tailgate with the amount of people that showed up and they, they crushed the whiskey, the bourbons and, uh, the cigars took a critical hit. Um, I brought like 48 beers and came home with two. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody's everybody uh, in the mood, man. And by no means are we complaining about this. We're, we are very excited that it went this the way it did. Yeah. We bought a bunch of Miller Lights, a bunch of Modelos. We had some Nooners. Um, one critical mistake. I did not bring enough waters and or pops for the people not drinking alcohol. But that's on them. We might not say BYOB, but be, bring your own water, bring your own pops, because we're not that type of crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hydrate yourself. Um, did did Fitz Magic do a review? I did not see Fitz there, Tim. 
I, yeah, he did not see fit. No, he was he was there. Oh, that's a shit. I would have really liked to see uh, a review from him, but photographer Steve Niss. Yeah, so uh, that sounded like a good time, guys. I'm uh, a little jealous that I missed it, but um, and also I want to say something. We were kind of hoping that this was going to be the launch party for our Knob Creek store pick from with CD Liquors. Fortunately, we've had some delays. It might be end of August now. We're hoping, fingers crossed, that it's going to be ready for the next tailgate. But at this time, don't really have an exact ETA. Um, our our distributor kind of got delayed with stuff. It was supposed to be four months, and we had this date circled in the calendar. But, guys, I know I've been getting questions about this from, from uh, our bourbon fans out there, our bourbon bums. Um, just be a little patient. We're trying to get as quick to you as possible. But right now it's in the hands of Knob Creek and – Trying hardest, you know. I mean, really shit, for- bottling it, it's not our fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk to old man Beam. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I was like, I was, I was kind of. It kind of sucks because, like, now that the Sox have fire sailed everyone, and they're going to be, you know, they're already shitty, but even shittier for the rest of the season. You know, obviously, tenants is going to be going down. People aren't going to. I mean, we hope we can. People still come for the tailgate. They'll come and hang out with us, and we'll all be have the friendship parties and everything. Uh, but yeah, it just we we kind of had this date circled as like target and didn't happen. But we'll make it up to everyone somehow. Yeah, I, I tell you what, the vibes in the parking lot were super high. Me and Peter were looking at each other like nobody was going into that game. Like me and Peter, like we should start packing shit up. Like it's it's like beyond past time, and like yeah, everybody was like chilling. There were uh like rocks, yeah, Roxy and uh Com- Pump guy and uh um Brian, they just came to tailgate. They were going to a concert. Yeah, shout out to them. Awesome. They didn't even go to the game. Yeah. They just came and yeah. drank and then went to a, a clutch concert. So that was cool. Shout out to them for stopping by. So, Johnny, we, we might have to just tailgate and go to Corks. We might. Not that's what I was going to say, back. Johnny. Did you go to Corks after the game? Did you? Uh, I mean, I party till two a.m. I always do. Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, yes, I did party till two a.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I had a good. I had a good time. I always have a good time at Corks. You know, I mean, that's where that's a, usually a place to be when uh, whenever Sox games are done, and obviously when we're down in the in the parking lot. That was the first time ever we stayed that late. That we actually did kick out. We get got kicked out of the parking lot. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So I, I, you guys know I was gone for the weekend, so I got some some stuff to tell you. So, uh, stepdad has a house down in Shelbyville, Illinois, Lake Shelbyville, um, three hours away. So they put this when we were at Christmas. No, last Christmas we were, he wanted to make sure we picked a date that everybody could get together and come down. And so they picked this weekend. And I was kind of like, shit, that's going to coincide with whiskey at Comiskey. I'm going to miss it, but it's family, you know, so we all, we all went down there. Um, he's got a pontoon boat. He's got like a little speed fishing boat, a little spooner, schooner, what, I don't know what the fuck they call him, not a boat guy. Um, he's got a couple boats, but He's got a small, like, two-bedroom house, and there was 11 of us. So me, Sarah, um, and my brother, they we all split an Airbnb together. And in Shelbyville, it's by Mattoon. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere, man. Like, this is, like, almost as middle America as you could possibly imagine. 
it's it, it's a small town. The deep south. It, it's it's a small town, but you know what? I still I walked out. You know. Okay. <laughs> quick, quick question: Do they like your kind around there, or they they they? I think so. I hope so. Um, <laughs> so the Airbnb that we rented was a small little secluded cabin, like in the woods, like in a wood right. in a wood area right by a creek. You have to literally like it's 15 it's like 15 minutes from even from a main road so you got like drive through a whole bunch of like single road single lane roads through cornfields and everything make a whole bunch of turns there's in the dark there's no lighting and everything like that so it, i'm talking like this is cabin cabin in in the in the in southern illinois so we get there and it's it's pretty nice it's looks like a nice little what you expect from a cabin along a creek um, very wood fireplace, you know, wrap around porch, you know, um, trees all around. Very, very scenic. But then there was the downstairs, which it was literally like the the murder, the murder dungeon. Hell yeah. Now we're talking. So this is. Oh, yeah. When when you go down there, the whole the whole cabin is, you know, wood. And then you go down there and. It's cement blocks in the basement. It was like it looked Dude. like it looked like sex dungeon or like were murderers. No, it don't look that bad. Yeah, oh. no, oh, this yeah. Looks, uh, it's a little. It, it looks like uh, the basement from that '70s show. You just need a. You're not a weed guy. You just need but, to smoke some pot oh, and yeah. hang out down there. Here, like some we, I, I, But what you're missing here, there's. I know you, I'm going to show you a video in a second here. First off, there was in the other room. We didn't get a picture of it, but there was this. We were saying that this is where the murderer. You come, you die, you get dismembered, and then you, we open up this freezer, and there's like these small little like packages that are like this big of just wrapped, like unwrapped stuff. And we we're like, oh man, okay, so that's everyone who got chopped up is dismembered. There's a fridge. There's an old fridge with no door on it. So we we're like, well, that's probably where you get stuffed in the fridge when <laughs> when you're being no dismembered. Door. With no door. And then and oh. then we go. And we look at the shower down there. And it looked like, I'm going to play the video from it. It literally looked like where you go to de-louse or get, wash off all the blood from after you kill someone. Because it was like all sheet metal all around. And here's what it looked like. Sheet metal shower? I mean, that's just like a hunting thing, right? You might have been in the movie Saw. Right. I was going to say, so you you visited a prison this weekend. That's cool. Yeah. It it was seriously like, all right, who's going to sneak through the window and murder all of us? But that was that was the shower in the house. There was they had like a modern bathroom upstairs, but there was no showers. It's a bathtub. So we we all had to go down there and shower in the murder in the 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 sex dungeon shower. Question: Who booked yeah. the Airbnb? My brother. Oh, so, so it runs in the family. Because I was going to tell you, I don't know if you remember, you booked our hotel when we went to St. Louis, and you basically booked us into a trap house. It was that's, literally. That's true. It that was is true. A very we, that similar was, thing to this. We we walked in and out because this was. Like what, two thousand, like uh, fourteen ish. Yeah, and around there. 
and I just bought a house. Uh, we, I, I was still, I was, I was house poor, and I booked a days in in St. Louis. It was like hundred bucks, hundred bucks a night or something like that. And we walk in the fucking just we as soon as you pull in a lot, you're like, oh man, this is a fucking bad area. And then we get in there. The, there was like fucking blood stains on the carpet. You go in the room; it smelled like cigarettes and just death. Like we we immediately turned around and said, "We're checking out. We're going." And then we spent money at like the fucking Crown Marquee or something like that. Yeah, we we, ended, had to, we we ended up going to like the most expensive hotel in. And they only had Lewis. one room available, so all fucking four of us had to cram into into one room. <laughs> yeah, because we were there to see the the Bears, the Bears, Blackhawks, and you went for World Cup. Yeah, so it was. Uh, Holy shit! It was a good weekend, but that first hotel, like, there's no way we're staying here, and it was basically like your basement. Yeah, that that was it was a that that was a delousing wash off the blood shower, man. It was it was not good at all. But right. uh, other well, than that, though, the, the weekend was alive. good. Yes, yeah. we went on the boat, a uh, pontoon boat, Lake Shelbyville, and I got a I got a funny story. We're in the trust tree here, so we go on the lake. Uh, we're about to. I'm slamming beers left and right. You know, I had a whole bunch of medallias. Uh, we had some noons, high nooners and everything. So I had I had to pee. And everyone everyone's just like, yeah, just, just go in the lake. And I was like, okay, so hand up. I've never peed in the lake or an ocean before. I've never, I mean, you, never just, have. You, you don't get out enough. I I, I don't. I don't. I, I mean, I, when I go to the when I go to the ocean, you know, if we go to like Mexico or something, I chill on the beach and I go in the ocean for a bit. But I'm usually going back to the bar anyways to grab drinks or, you know, whatnot. So, yes, I can swim, Drew. Um, there's a lot of weight, so it takes me a long. It takes me a while to tread water, and but I can swim. Yes. See, um, my man, just kind of float and let it go. So, so I'm like, all right, fuck it. Everyone says go in the lake. I'm going in the lake, and hand up. I got stage fright. Oh my god! No oh, way, dude! No I could, way! I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I could not fucking Come on. go. And I had every everyone's like, "Look at me! Like, Did you go yet? Did you go yet?" I was like, "I can't stop looking at me." I'm like, "I'm trying to, trying to let it go," <laughs> you know. And and I for, I think my brother said, "Well, no one can see. Just like undo your shorts and like whip it out," you know. And I was like, "All right, let me try that." So I fucking undo my shorts and fucking. Dick all out in Couldn't front go. of a fa- oh. in a family trip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the fuck is, is going on here? You're inside. Hey. You're in a body of water. What is your dick being in your hand or not gonna matter at all? Just pissing your trunks. I couldn't do it. I had stage right, dude. I could not fucking go. I was so fucking. <laughs> I'm like, I turned around. I and like, I had like a little like, you know, like the little floaty tube, like the the tube. Fucking turned around. Like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. So Dude, please tell me, please tell me that some fish came and just started pecking at that <laughs> <laughs> Did not. Um, oh. So I after after like five minutes of trying, I eventually gave up. And go back on the boat, and then around that time, my my stepdad was like, "All right, we gotta." I, he's like, "I gotta take the boat back. I gotta go to the bathroom." Like he's, yeah, I guess he had to take a shit or something. I was like, "I'm coming with." So I went immediately, peed right away. I just could not fucking go in the lake, man. I, That's I, psychologically, crazy. psychologically, my dick was like, "What's going on here? Like, th- why is all this water around me?" Like, I was always told never pee in the pool. 
you know, so I just could, I could yeah, not I do it. it. I had fucking stage fright. That so, is other uh, than that, though. Other than that, crazy. it was a good. So you've never good... done it anywhere. Like we've been on vacation to Mexico together. You know, we, you sit at that bar inside of a pool for hours. Every, everyone in the comments, you can lie if you want. I don't care. Everyone's pissing in that water. It's basically pee water, and you're drinking at the bar. You never pissed once when we were in Mexico. No, I never. I never pissed in the pool. I, no. I'm a anti-pool peer. But apparently, even if I wanted to, I can't go anyways. It my psychologically have fucked with me. Um, so that was my embarrassing moment. I couldn't do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hopefully get another chance at it next time we go down <laughs> there. But uh, yeah, that was that was pretty embarrassing. Other than that, that was a good weekend on the lake. Yeah. yeah, you show that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm with, I'm, I'm with beef. Like I, like it, when I'm sitting at those swim up bar stool things, and I'm just thinking somebody's gonna feel that warm water fucking rush over, you know, from from my side. So I cannot piss in a pool. I do get stage fright. I've tried. I have tried. Can't piss in a pool, but ocean lake, yeah. We just when I'm around like Mary or whatever, we just say Rebidurchi. And that, that's when we know that either one of us are pissing in the lake or in the ocean and just kind of float away for a little while. Yeah. You always hear that uh, those the rumors of like the dye in the pools. So it's like it's going to turn colors if you piss in it. Yeah. You don't yeah. want that to happen. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a weekend recap. We got a lot of socks talk today. The fire sales begun. Um, after Sox Talk, I have a very special PowerPoint presentation that I talked about in the promo video earlier Tease it. Today. Tease it for the people in the chat so they stay because I'm afraid the White Sox Talk is going to drive everyone away. So I put the, I had a lot of time to think. during It was a three-hour drive. So uh, I put together a little PowerPoint of um, which, white, which cocktail or shot I did or which alcoholic beverage, we can say, matches which White Sox Twitter's personality person's personality so everybody i feel like everybody's got their like a drink that matches their personality um i got a nice little uh 17 slide presentation of some white Sox twitter people and i'm going to tell you what drink reminds me of them i'm excited i'm excited for us yeah. to get canceled by jason's because you <laughs> we had no input from the other bums it's all this yeah. is all jason's yeah, brain this is all him yeah. so okay. stay tuned after white Sox. All right, let's let's do some uh, White Sox talk here. It's Rebuild 3.0 is officially back on. Uh, this all happened, a lot of this happened on Friday when I was actually trying to get out of the city. So I was trying to refresh the Twitter the Twitter machines as well as try to pack and get work wrapped up. So it was a very hectic Friday. Um, all right, first we got, I'm going to get you guys hot takes. Lucas Giolito, Ronaldo Lopez uh, traded. They We got uh, Ed, Edgar Cuero and left-handed pitcher KY Bush. I'm not calling him Kai Bush. Kai Bush. You're going KY Jelly Bush, huh? KY 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 Bush. Okay. Uh, that's that's his that's his porn name. That's his sex name. It's KY okay. Bush. I'm stick I'm I'm making it happen. Um so it looked like good those top two prospects Angel system. Um let's see what we got here. Cuero, youngest guy double in uh single A. Uh, 17 homers, 965 OPS. Um, he was in Double A this season. Sorry, uh, good catch. Seems like a good catcher. You know, we need. That's what we need. We need all the catchers, and uh, he's a Cuban, so that also helps. Get, you know, <laughs> is, they, is that your hot take? Is Cuban good? Yeah, 
Well, that's what that's the Rick Han spe- the Rick and Kenny special, right? Get all the amass all the Cubans. Um and uh KY Bush, um yes, twenty three, six foot six lefty, Angels second round selection in twenty twenty one. So looks like they uh they got some good guys there. Uh what do you guys think about the are we, are we sad that Lucas is gone? I mean, he was gonna be he wasn't gonna be gone any resigned anyways. I saw a shocking amount of people low-key butthurt that Lucas Giolito got traded. And it's like, what have all of these podcasts been talking about for the better part of a year? Uh, it has to happen. And it has to happen. And it has to keep going. Um, so, yeah, I was more shocked, not that they traded Lucas Giolito, that people were shocked that Lucas Giolito got traded. Um, and this is more of a, not just this trade, Jason, but everything going on so far with the White Sox. Um, I'm calling it th- not rebuild 3.0. It's the three build. We, we're basically at at the three build for Rick Hahn. Print the shirts. Print the shirts. Patent pending. Copyright. Nobody steal it. Um, it's like it's good. It has to happen. We're all happy that we got a catcher. They're getting left handed bad. The catcher's a switch hitter. But it all seems so reactionary, and it goes back to like uh, the roster construction or lack of development in the farm system. Because it's like, oh, we've known that the White Sox have had shit catchers for a while now. And instead of drafting and developing someone, you have to go trade. And it's all reactionary. You know, same thing with the left-handed bats. And now the he's trying to, you know, get some pitchers in the system because it's barren. Um, so, yeah, it's I'm happy. I'm happy that it's happening. Like, this is a lost season. Um, so... Do what you can. I was going to ask you guys, or maybe Jason, you're going to ask us later on about your thoughts on the Dylan Cease getting moved. Yeah, we got we got that in the topic list too. So, so we'll talk. Uh, we're going to talk. We'll some wait. Cease. We'll wait. Yeah, but, we'll just talk to Giolito and getting the catchers. Uh, Johnny Dougie, any thoughts? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm. It's it's about time. I mean, I I, I think for the most part, everybody was a surprise that Giolito was going to be traded. I think he was the top one that we all thought he was going to be traded. Um, I know people say you know Tim Anderson as well too, but I mean, we I don't know if, how much you're going to get back from him considering the fact how how bad he's been this season. Um, looks like he's been turning it around a little uh, uh lately, so that's that's good uh sign, but. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the only thing though, is that I I'm just worried about, like, I mean, obviously this has helped. I think I saw somewhere where it jumped our prospects from 26 to now we're, we're the top 12 in, in major league baseball, if, if, if I'm correct on that. But, um, the only thing is that I'm just worried about is we still have the, the one person that's been building up this whole team since day one, which is Rick Hahn. Is he getting the right players? to help this team in the future, like for the future and beyond. Um, So that's the only thing I'm just a little bit worried about. Obviously I'm not saying uh, anything bad about who we got. Hopefully they do pan out. Hopefully they do um, fit our system and, and and do good for us. But like I said, you you still have Rick Hahn like running the show. So that's the one thing that worries about me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Me, me, I, I will admit like, uh, in April, I was screaming Giolito was cooked. And I was wrong. I mean, he showed signs of improvement. He was doing great. Um, the one thing I think that shocked me about the trade was that, again, he got traded with Lopez, and somebody wanted Lopez. That that blew me out of the water. And then to find out that 
Lopez found out about the deal first because Giolito was in the shower. And Giolito's like, oh, shit, you got traded coming out of the shower because he's, you know, dabbing everybody in the locker room. And then Giolito gets dressed and they pull him in. He's going too now. So that, that was kind of that was kind of funny. I, I can't wait for Lopez to become a lockdown setup man now. Like oh, he was know. already first game. He just does good already. I was like, yeah, this is good. This is Joe Kelly's going to be, you know, throwing heat again. He's going to be, you know, shutting them down. Lopez is going to be good now. Like it's just, it's just the socks suck. And I tweeted it out and then, you know, people had a lot of takes on this. Does this mean that Ethan Katz gets fired now? I'm saying yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, like oh, there's absolutely. no reason to keep him around anymore. You know, he, none of the pit, like, okay. G little had progressed, but like you had a high school pitching coach coming to the bigs. He hasn't fixed Kopech. I mean, and most of these guys, bummer hasn't whatever happened. I don't know what the fuck happened to bummer. You know, Joe Kelly was shit. He had that like little streak where he was fucking awesome. Then he pumpkined again. But like, I don't know why we're keeping Ethan Katz around. We've got to get a fucking legit pitching coach now. And I hope that they don't do this whole thing where well, I need, we need to bring in your friends and your your people. No, yeah. bring in who the fucking best person for the job is going to be instead of trying to keep some one person happy. So I, I did hear a rumor over the weekend um, after the Giolito trade, and this is going to come straight from the bum source. Uh, they are not re-upping on his five-color pens. Apparently, they have stopped ordering them. So I think he's getting fired. <laughs> Breaking news from Dougie. Pen orders. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, Trees is in comment saying Lopez. Yeah, I just pulled up the same one. Lopez is gonna get back. He's got the stuff, man. We we've all seen it. We've seen it in spurts. Um, he can be pretty damn dominant. It just, you know, obviously this season, not just Lopez, but everyone involved besides Robert. Um, it just didn't pan out, and it didn't pan out. Joe Kelly's another one. You know, I I, lo- I liked when we got Joe Kelly between injuries and he just couldn't put it together in the beginning. And then he ended up being fairly dominant for three, four weeks at the beginning of the season, this season, but it just never panned out. It didn't what come like get together. He goes back to the Dodgers. He looked awesome in his first outing with the Dodgers again. So yeah. It's like he's throwing gas and shit, man. Like it is what it is, man. Orders. It's just, you know, where's yeah. it's just a black hole. You get, the, you get the, you get the white Sox stank off you. And all of a sudden you're just like, all right, I'm ready, man. Like, but cause maybe I, I was... wanted to like Joe Kelly a lot. You yeah. know, he's got the, he's got the attitude. He had the mariachi outfit and, and it's like, he, I mean, he could have, like he could have, that could have been, he could have been checked out anyways. He could have known that he was going to be traded. Uh, I'm well, just speculating. And so, Mo, just... but, but that's a good question because, Another rumor, uh, we're doing another bum rumor, Dougie. Someone at the at the Whiskey Akimiski tailgate today said that they had a credible source. And I'm not going to give it out because it's it could be just rumors. But they mentioned how much they knew that the, the clubhouse was fractured and half of these guys were just going through the motions, you know. And it's obvious when you see the game. We watch all these games. They are going through the motions. Not, not only the pitchers, but the batters and everyone in between. They can't get a cohesive group together. I don't want to say checked out, but obviously maybe not giving it their all. They're not focusing day to day, not getting warmed up. Not no, getting I mean, prepared, you, you not have getting yeah, fucking Pedro telling Oscar Colas, don't give a hundred percent or give, you know, like don't be a 10, be an eight or whatever. 
the comment was. So, I mean, if you got your manager saying that, like, why are the other guys going to put in the extra work and try hard? Well, it looks like they were checked out at the beginning of the season. (laughs) I mean, nothing was going right at all. So, ah. um, Next trade, Lance Lynn, Joe Kelly. We mentioned in Joe Kelly uh, to the Dodgers. Jordan Leisure, uh, Nick Nasty, Nasty Nick, Nick Nastrini, mm-hmm. and uh, old friend alert, Trace Thompson returns. Um, so yeah. Jordan Leisure, 24, 14th round selection from the Dodgers in 2021. Uh, he was throwing 98, I saw. He's got a, he's got a cannon on him. Um, 3.09 ERA, 1.06 whip, um, 35 innings, 29 appearances. Uh, so he's he looks like a good guy, but apparently this n- nasty Nick is uh, the and prize of he's going to potentially be a uh, a hard throwing uh, uh, starting pitcher. Twenty uh, three year old hurler, fourth round selection, twenty one draft class. Is uh, in double A, four point oh three ERA, one point four WHIP, eighty seven thirty seven K walk ratio, seventeen starts. Um, he might, he might, he looks like he was like the prize of the, of the trade. So it looks like they got like a decent, uh, pros- pitching prospect and, and Nick Nestrini. Um, did you guys, uh, do any more research on this guy? Oh yeah. I broke down film. I, uh, I watched some of his there high school I, starts, like. all of that stuff. No, dude, we're just speculating at this point. Yeah. I, it's their I, prospect, I, right? They're, yeah. They're all prospects. Good that we're building up our prospect list, like Johnny mentioned earlier, you know, and you, you know, but that's also an indictment on our system is like you trade all these guys and immediately they're, you know, top eight in our system or top six in our system. Um, But yeah, I'm excited. I, I hopefully he pans out like, just like I, I've been talking about like all these guys, we, we're going to talk about Colson Montgomery, you know, getting moved up, but that doesn't indicate anything, you know, like Andrew Vaughn, we got all excited about him. He was a highly touted prospect. He's having a bad year. Think he could bounce back, but you just never know. You you, you can't like predict these things. Um, but I am excited that like there's at least something to look forward to in Charlotte and 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 Double A. You know. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully they just keep them down there. You know, don't rush them up. Let them develop. Yeah, Dub Birmingham's going to be something to watch, keep an eye out th- for the rest of the season. Like, there's going to there's going to be some lot of lot of lot of guys with some stuff down there. So, um, I'll definitely be paying attention more to Birmingham and seeing what uh, how those guys are doing. Um, final trade here: uh, Kendall Graveman to the Astros for catcher Corey Lee, 25 years old, um, hit 283. 328, 406, slash line, five homers, 32 RBIs, 12 stolen bases for a catcher, triple-A uh, Sugarland. Uh, just give it, give us all the catchers. We need <clears throat> catching's a weakness. Yes, hopefully he gets either traded or DFA'd, but let's, let's just get all of the all the catching all the catching prospects we can get because that's our – we suck at catching. Yeah, that, so that's out. the thing is like you right now the cupboard it's barren. We talk about this with uh with Ryan Poles and the Bears, you know. The roster was so bad, you just need players to fill holes. Jason, it's like one of the movies you like. You, you need to fill the holes. <laughs> All holes stuffed. All holes stuffed when it comes to the roster construction. So if you have three three catchers and four shortstops and a bunch of left-handed bats and this and that, that's cool because you need a bunch of these because right now there's none of anything. So yeah, fill holes, baby. (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay. So um, let's talk potential trades here now. Uh, there's a lot of rumors out there that Dylan Cease is, you know, not being shot, but teams, the Sox will listen to offers for Cease. Uh, there's talk, there's rumors at Eloy and the Brewers. So what do you guys think as far as the trade deadline tomorrow? Who uh, Who's going? Are we, are we moving Cease? Are we moving Eloy? Tim Anderson? What do you guys think? Give me your takes. I think we're done. I mean, uh, maybe we might, uh, maybe uh, uh, Kendall Middleton uh, might 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 move, but I think that's that's pretty much it. I, I don't think they're they're gonna have anybody other shooters or trade Eloy. I mean, if if I'm a GM and I'm looking at Eloy, like this guy's always injured all the time. Like, do I really want to like like it might be possible that he he might be good for half a season or till whatever a playoff run, but. I don't know. You know, you have to give up a good prospect as well, too. To, so I'm not quite sure. Like, I, I just feel like maybe one player might be the only one that uh, we we trade, but that's the only one I think. Middleton would be an easy guy to shop around. I think people would not be surprised if he got traded. Um, right before we started prepping and I started clipping videos and things, I saw that Bo Bichette got hurt. I'm, I don't know how bad it is. Immediately, people started saying, oh, possibility for ta i don't think that happens um i'd be intrigued i would be listening offers for cease um 2.5 years of control like his value is not going to be higher than it was his value was as high as it could be last year but i mean you weren't going to trade him then you thought you were going to con contend this year or at least win the division now a possibility off season a possibility even next trade deadline a possibility but if you think you could get value for dylan cease like jump on it you know because i'll ask you guys a question do you guys think the white Sox are going to be good or contending from now until 2025 the beginning of 25 season i think no. i think next year is a wash uh because yeah. if unless they unless jerry magically gets visited by the ghosts of christmas past present and future and decides to actually spend money he needs to they need to fill a lot of those holes with free agents because that's the only way this team is going to, it's going to be the, the Kenny Williams. Or you know, if you trade role. Dylan Cease for a decent size haul, like right. Aaron it, Savali, it, as long as you got like prospects got, that like, are like major league ready. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like Aaron Savali got a top 40 prospect in return for him. Does that mean you could get two or three top 40 prospects for Dylan Cease in two and a half years in control? Cause if that's the case, you'll you probably get, you probably get at least five prospects for, Dylan well, oh, top. I'm saying top forty prospects, probably yeah. two or three, possibly, right. yeah. possibly. If if you have a good but, farm system, if you're training with someone with a good farm system, and you're not going to contend in the window that ceases here. I, like I'm just like you know, like you no, said, it's going to be like oh five. It's going to be like, like a Chris Sale again, where you a Chris like Sale, Chris Sale you, you're yeah. wasting, yeah. wasting. So their if that's good years. the case, I'm listening to offers. You know, a lot of people are calling him untouchable. I think the only untouchable is Robert, and even then. I'm still listening. I wouldn't like if I'm Rick Hahn, I don't think I let go of Robert. I think he's very, very talented and he's what in control till 2028. 20, um, yeah. So you build around him. You got to build around somebody, but Dylan right. sees I trade. All right. Try to, I got, I got a scenario for you guys. Next... Do you think that Rick Hahn's, uh will be back next year? Of course he will. Yeah. Because that's the only thing. Hold on. So that was the only thing I could think of. If if he was going to be 
it, it, let's just say he does get fired and you get somebody like I would think like you would move Cease during the winter meetings, kind of like what Han did like during the time when we, he started training people away and whatnot. Um, that's what I'm just wondering. Like if do we wait until maybe we possibly, you know, cross our fingers here that, you know, we could get another GM, a, a legitimate a person who could, you know, turn this this franchise around. Or we just how Peter mentioned, just like you know what if if there is value or definitely there's value for Cease, but if if there's there's um there's teams out there who's going to trade us to give a good prospects in return, then yeah, I, I would be with it like absolutely one hundred percent. So foresight, looking into the future, has never been one of Jerry's, like with the Bulls and the White Sox, like they just don't plan ahead. If I'm Jerry Reinsdorf and I know I'm firing Rick Hahn, I'm telling him not to make any moves this year. Like you've done, you're, you've done enough, you know, and maybe you fire him. You don't fire. You usually don't fire somebody middle of the season, but you can. But if, if you are going to fire him after the season, you don't make any more moves this year. You're not in charge anymore. You get somebody else in at the end of the year. So it's like, yeah, hopefully he does get fired, but looking at what he's doing now, I it seems like his job is secure. Yeah, yeah I mean, you trade really him good. now, you maybe find a team that's desperate to go for it, though maybe that might overpay. But if you sit, wait in the winter meetings and you get all teams, maybe you get a better pack. You get you know bidding wars and whatever. You got a team that buys a couple of good free agents, and they need to round out that rest of their rotation, so they might have a bidding war with you know, other teams for cease. It's a catch point. You don't, you don't really know it, it's double-edged sword, right? You don't really know what's, what you're going to, what's the better package, but you just, you listen, that's all you can do basically with got, that. We, and if ahead. Eli gets traded, I, I, I'd be kind of upset, but I wouldn't be because I would know that how many games he would miss. But then I would also realize that the, whoever he goes to probably has competent trainers and they would make him stretch and he probably would never see the injured list for the rest <laughs> of his life. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong, though. You're not wrong. The, the one point that I was going to bring up, and this is totally not even related to the topic, you have grown up, my man, because you know what? Old Jason would have said he's getting a visit from the Grim Reaper. You and Father Time, or uh, the Ghost of Christmas Past. I was like, I noticed that like too, Dougie. Jason is not wishing death on people. Wait, now. wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's not oh. drinking either, so. Oh, that's okay. a good point. Oh, uh, good point. The water. The water it's makes the him water. sensible. Yeah, it's the water. Yes. It's the water, people. It's the water. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I wish death on him so many times, and we already said that if when a time comes, it's gonna be part, me going to Party City. But I'm also in the realization that he's probably gonna be pulling a Virginia McCaskey on us and be around for the next eleven, ten, eleven years. So maybe longer. Yeah, maybe longer. He's already he's already gonna buy that television network and ruin the way we watch games in the next few years anyway. So. <laughs> What I like is that people are getting planned. We're, we're making plans. If if Han ever gets fired, I'll drink four loco for a year. If they fire Han, I'll chug a six pack of Smirnoff Ice. I'm gonna write all these down. I need something. We're gonna have a party in Lot B whenever that does happen. So I need a promise from all four of us. What are we doing? When, if, or when it happens? I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm gonna be partying like end of Return of the Jedi, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yub nub, you're gonna be, yeah, you're gonna be so drunk, you're gonna be looking at little bears or, or a lot. <laughs> you know what? Um, here, I'm, I'm gonna go really severe for me 30 days sober. Oh, oh, oh you're I like it. that. Okay, 
All right, a okay. couple more, couple more White Sox topics here. Um, you guys surprised to hear that they were saying Bummer is unavailable because I was really shocked that they're saying this because I'm like, am I, am I really watching the same White Sox games here? Because every time he comes in, he seems like he blows the lead, gives up more runs. It's, I don't know why if you can't get some, if people want Bummer because they can fix him because obviously Ethan Katz, Katz can't. If they're gonna give you something, give rid of fucking bummer too. Why are you keeping him? I don't get that one, guys. Makes no sense. I, yeah, I, I mean, sense. that yeah. was just Han conjecture, word, word salad, diary of the mouth. Like it, that made no sense. I didn't believe it, but it also makes sense that like the untouchable is Aaron Bummer because it's Rick Han and Kenny Williams <laughs> and Jerry. That's so true. Like, makes no sense. But yeah, I didn't believe a word of that. Yeah, absolute banana land. I, I mean. My my shoot on that is he's a fan of the show and he wants to keep any all any and all bums around. <laughs> we disavow that bummer at least <laughs> this season. All right, uh, next Kopech struggled again on Sunday. Um, again, too many walks, home runs, theme for his season. Like I said before, doesn't like cats can do anything with them. We were so happy, top pitching prospect coming over. Is Kopech, is he going to be a reliever now? Is he going to be closer? What do you guys see for Kopech in this future? Because obviously he doesn't really have any trade value right now, unless someone really thinks they can fix him. But where do you think he's going to be? Because obviously we're going to be short on pitchers going into next season. We kind of need, maybe we need bodies with arms, with innings, but not guys that can keep walking and giving up home runs. So what do you guys think is Kopech's future? Reliever. I- all right, so I saw the Ozzy thing. Johnny, do you believe he should be back in the bullpen? I think he should. I, I think you got to uh, – for me, I, I just think be, being a starter right now, he has no confidence. I mean, he keeps on giving up runs, home runs. It, you know, I obviously he's going through some personal stuff as well too. So I just I just think right now his best – the best for him would probably go back to the – you know, being a reliever, he, 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 sh- he definitely shined when he was during that whole playoff run. Um, he did pretty well. So why don't you just, you know, get this confidence, his, this guy's confidence back up and just put him in the bullpen. Yeah, absolutely. When he was, uh, when he was coming, coming back from Tommy John and he was kind of on those limited innings and doing that kind of like a little bit longer relief, that was the best that we've seen out of him. So maybe take the pressure off of him and, and throw him into that role. I mean, I was earlier today, I was listening to Anju and um, beef and uh, episode today. Yeah, it was, it was a really good show. And uh, they were getting on about like how really he's only got two pitches. You can't be a starter and only have two pitches unless you're throwing fucking knuckleballs, you know? So. So I go. saw, I saw the Ozzy thing. I saw people quote tweeting, talking about how it really makes sense, you know, that he did shine with when he was in the bullpen. But we've all seen how much of like a mental midget he is. We don't know how much what how this move would t- do to his psyche because it's already like it's already fragile as it is. And the problem is like they've invested so much goddamn time and effort into thinking that Michael Kopech is going to be a one or a two. Right now he's closer to a five, you know. Yeah. But on this team and especially next season, he's most likely going to be your two. If they keep CC's your one, Kopech's going to be your two. Maybe Tuki Toussaint. 
Uh, Tuki Tassan, by the way, we haven't really talked about him at all, but yeah, came out of nowhere. He's been good. Yeah. We don't know if he's going to keep it up for the rest of the year, but at least it's looking like Tuki and Michael Kopech are your two and three or four next year. Um, so yeah, in, in the perfect world, he'd be your closer and you know, you, we don't know what's happening with Liam Hendricks and hopefully it sounds like possible Tommy Gene, Tommy John is still on the table for him. Um, so that might be a problem. You know, if this team was contending and if this team was ready for a playoff run and you needed a closer, then yeah, throw Michael Kopech in there because he can give you that fuck you inning or that, you know, that fuck you strikeout when needed. But for now, like, they've invested too much time for him not to be a starter. Yeah. And maybe they keep him, they get a new pitching coach, and he works on his mechanics, and he'll be back to what we thought he could be. Until then, though, you can't you can't rely – I don't think you can rely on him to be a competent top-of-the-rotation guy. So they're going to – whoever the GM for the Sox is going to be most likely, Han, it's got his work cut out for him next year when it comes to the rotation. Um all right, last uh, last topic here, and just a bullet point. Uh, Colson Montgomery finally got promoted. I guess he finally checked all the boxes, but thank God because he was doing just murdering high A right down there. So good thing he got promoted finally. I'm not saying let's let's rush him like we did with Vonner, but I don't think I think this this thing of like well he hasn't checked out like the the Kenny speak of he hasn't checked all the boxes the Han speak you know we don't. What you kind of know from the eye test at one point, right? You don't need to set these arbitrary standards for a guy if he's just going up and mashing it in destroying pitching. But Birmingham, Birmingham's going to be a good test for him. It's uh, you'll see a lot more different breaking balls there. So, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how he does. Uh, I, I think we're already and like you said, Jason, we're going to be keeping a closer eye on Double A AA and Triple A at, at the end of this year than probably the regular, you know, major league product on the field. Um, but yeah, I, I, dude, it's hard to say, like, we're putting all our eggs in the Colson Montgomery basket, and rightfully so, because you got no other baskets to put your eggs in. But um, you just cross your fingers. Cross your fingers. All right. It's time for some nonsense here. But before we go, do a quick promo, guys. Our t-shirt, our t-shirt fund is running low. Spend a lot of money on these tailgates. Buy some shirts, all right? We're gonna we're gonna come up with some new Bears shirts for this year. Um, mm-hmm. I might as well I might as well put all the fucking sock shirts on sale now because it doesn't look like <laughs> there's gonna no one's gonna be buying new socks here for the rest of the season. Um, but get some bourbon bums gear, you know, or some regular bum gear. Uh, but we're gonna we got a couple ideas rolling out, and for those who are Cubs fans, we are going to be launching some Cubs shirts for our Bums, Bums in the Bleacher podcast. Uh, so keep an eye out for those. But um, we're going to, this is an older photo. We are going to uh, get some new designs for this year. But if you haven't gotten a shirt, or maybe you had one and it got a little dirty, maybe you spilled some mustard on it or something. Maybe you spilled some mustard on a whiskey at Comiskey shirt. How about you just get a replacement? And I'll, I'll give you a shot of, I'll give you a nice shot of bourbon next time. There we go. I see you. There we go. All right. It's time for the main event. It is. is it? I'm worried about this. I, we, I mean, I, we talked about it already. So, I, I want to put the asterisks out there. This is a Jason James production. This is a HBIC production. Um, we, we do not sign off on. It. Well, I, if it's funny and everybody laughs, we all sign off on it. <laughs> if, it, if, it, if it bombs, you know who to blame. 
<laughs> but it'll just it'll just become legendary like Lawrence versus Viking. So that's true. We got to bring that back. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, I did a thing where I took either a cocktail shot, any type of alcoholic beverage. Um, I grabbed some people from White Sox Twitter, and I was thinking which which drink matches their personality. Um, now we don't have we're not doing this all day. So if you're not in the slideshow, please don't get butt hurt or anything because we don't want this to go on for an hour. And I will, if this works and people like it, I'll do a second version with more people from White Sox Twitter and we'll make, maybe we'll make it a, a recurring segment or something, but who, but for now, these are my picks. So don't get offended. All right. First one we're going to start off with is our good friend, my Sox summer. Oh. Now, Johnny, Dougie, you were in pre-show. You saw me testing the slideshow. You saw what drink. Peter, do you want to do you want to guess which drink my sock summer is? He's from the West Coast. He gives you the sexy voice when he does the ad reads. All right. So he's also, he's also he also vo thinking. voted right. for for horny for horny guy. Oh, what is the like, uh, dude? I haven't been to like a bar where we buy shots in like a decade. What was like the blowjob shots with the whipped cream? So that was that was that was it's called a blowjob shot. Okay. Yeah. But there's actually one that better suits him. It is the porn star. Oh shit. <laughs> what is that? Uh blue curacao and raspberry vodka. Pop the top and drink it. Yeah. I, I, it was between oh, so like they sell these. Yes. Okay. It's a product of New Zealand, according to uh, the label here. Um, but I thought it was, you know, it could be like blowjob, buttery nipple. You know, I, I thought about that line. But I, I found that there was actually porn star shots. So I felt that fit uh, fit my sex summer perf perfectly. All yeah. right. See, before I saw that slide, I was thinking sex on the beach, 100%. Be only, only because I could picture him with like sand in his ass crack. That's the only reason why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. We got our friend Aloha, Mister Hand. Oh man, he, that's got to be like a Jack Daniels, some sort. Peter, uh, Johnny, you saw you saw this one. Don't don't uh, spoil it for Peter. Um, All right. Well, here's my logic on that. Yeah, it could have been easy. You know, classy. Cigar, maybe a cigar bourbon. So that's too that's too simple. Now some of these are pretty simple, pretty easy to, to guess. Okay. Um, but when I think of Aloha Mr. Hand, I think Hawaii. I think pineapples. So he is a Mai Tai in a pineapple cup. Okay. <laughs> I was way off. I said Jack and Coke because I know he's a Jack guy. But yeah, I'm gonna have to think outside the box for these. Yeah, I gotta get in Jason's brain. You know, he he maybe he you know he's Aloha. Pineapples, Hawaii, Swinger. Maybe he's upside-down pineapple guy, you know? All right, yeah, okay. I like that. All right, next up here. We got Wally Money. <laughs> See, now I'm thinking Bacardi something, but if I'm thinking outside the box, do you guys have any guesses? I would say vodka or something like that. I was like, going to say Long Island iced tea, just something that just yeah. completely fucked you up. So... Wally Money, yeah, he's notorious. He loves his Bacardi, his Bacardi Superior, his his clear his white rum. So, what's a good white rum cocktail? He's a pina colada. Yeah, all right. 
You know, pineapple garnish kind of matches the hair. He's silky. He's silky. He's sweet. He's a little tropical. Oh shit! I dig it. That's a good one. I like people. People in the comments definitely, definitely um, add your. There is a Jaeger bomb. Incredible Hulk's a good a a good guess. Jason, we got drunk off Incredible Hulk's one time. That was a bad idea. That was a bad idea. That's what uh, hypnotic and Hennessy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Very good comment, Beef. He's sh- yeah. He's shaped like the glass too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Missy. Ah, for, it's four local. Four local. Yeah. Like some sort of four local, or or Red Bull mixed with four local. What are the kids drinking nowadays? It's got to <laughs> be like you know, like eighteen shots of espresso. Um. So you guys are going all with the four locals. Uh, I would say that, you are yeah. all incorrect. It is the mind eraser shot. That's a good one. Because most of the time she can't remember what happened the night before anyways. Or how she got or how <laughs> she got an injury. Hey, you you put us on what was the segment? The uh are we hip or something? What was the segment she did with us? Ick? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. She, yeah, the ick yeah, the was, ick. yeah. Oh, the ick. Yeah, the ick. Yeah. So a mind eraser oh. shot. It's uh, Kahlua. It's um, vodka and a touch of like soda, and it's a it's a shot. So a board. But I figured board you know, with her partying, mind eraser, very good combination. All right. All right. Next up, we got Sfo, our good friend Sfo. Oh man. See, I'm thinking too, like, I don't know if it's too critical. Or like, I'm thinking of something like with Batman or comic books or movies. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have no guess. Do you guys? He doesn't drink, so I'm going Kitty Cocktail. Uh, you guys are Temple? Yeah. Hmm. You guys were, it's or funny, you were, just, you were just talking about it. It's an Incredible Hulk. Day. All right, man. Those Hip things fucked me up. Man, she's head. got the Hulk, got a Hulk dick shot in the background. <laughs> I know. The crack, crack, crash shot. All right. Next up, we got Cherizy. Oh man, Cherizy. Peter, I think I might have told you this already, so please don't. I don't remember. Me. No, I don't remember. Okay. Especially after this weekend, I don't remember. So, yeah, I, I'm going tequila sunrise. All okay. Right. Well, I gotta um, so so Cherizy, you know, he's in he's in a band. You know, he looks like goes to like dirty dive bars a lot. You know, with scruffy with the beard, rock t-shirts. So what what's what's dirty dive bar in Chicago? Chicago handshake. Oh, that's a good one. That oh. is a good one. Yeah, that makes sense. I like it. Yeah, Treasy, you're you're a Chicago handshake for me. And he look at look at look at how happy he is when he sees that. He's just he just <laughs> wants that in his mouth so bad. <laughs> He's looking straight up at it. <laughs> All right, next up, we got Ruhan Luke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you take my suggestion? Yes, so you are out. Okay, of- so I'm out. This is my. This was my only contribution to this segment. 
All right. I'm going to say it's a peanut butter and jelly shot, but somebody else buys it for them. <laughs> Johnny, any guesses? No, I can't think of one right now. So, Luke, he's a beer guy. He's also the Uncrustables guy. So he is a great beer. But then Peter said, no, he's not a great beer. He's a redheaded slut. <laughs> that was my- <laughs> I was like, it makes sense, right? <laughs> so Luke, Luke is the only one with a twofer. He gets to be a great beer, a fruit beer, and a redheaded slut. slut. There we go. Oh, you got the grape Uncrustables. But yeah. – Luke, right. Luke is a known strawberry encrusted. I, I will yeah. say one thing that th- this was a little hard because the fact that he drinks a lot of different beers, so it's hard to like pinpoint like what you know would go with them. But that's actually a good one too, Peter. So thanks, thankfully he approves. All right, next up we got Alexis. Easy. I mean, yeah, Yeah. or what is it? Vegas bombs or oh, yeah, Vegas, Vegas bomb. bomb? Yeah, it has to be Vegas, Vegas bomb. bomb. It's, it's not, a Vegas bomb. Yeah, that's that a Vegas bomb. That's, that, that, that's I couldn't, I couldn't deviate from. I couldn't yeah. deviate from her brand. It's, it's Vegas bomb. So yep. if you ever, if you party with Alexis, you're getting a Vegas bomb in your mouth. So that one's a that one's a no brainer. All right, next up here, we got Josh Nelson. Oh man. I mean, All I right. know what he drinks. Well, uh, go ahead and guess. But I, uh, he is a big fan of like twisted tea, so I guess that'll be my guess. Twisted tea. So, in my head, like Josh is obviously light years more like anal- analytical than us and things like that. So I'm thinking what? he's one of your fancy like craft cocktails that I would never even know how to mix. You know, like something with the smoke and like that comes out of a box that Jason would order in, in Italy or something like that. So I'm thinking like, yeah, like a smoked old fashioned or some sort of crazy Negroni or I don't know, something like that. Johnny, any guess? Nope. The the hat is a dead giveaway. He's a captain in Coke. <laughs> that <was too> simple. <laughs> Damn it. You were thinking classic, uh, old-fashioned, It, you know, nothing too fancy, but he's got a hat. He's got a nice hat. He likes that hat, so he's a cap. Oh, captain, my captain. I, I actually do have a funny story about that. So you did say uh, smoked old-fashioned. So the first whiskey at Comiskey that I was ever at, I was standing next to him, and he was like, oh, man, I could really go for a smoked old-fashioned right now. And I was like, you know what we need to do is just put it by the exhaust of, like, one of the cars – and we could smoke the old fashioned just like that, and it could be called the Lot B. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's oh. awesome. All right, so stay tuned for the August tailgate. Yeah. All right. Next, next up, we got Roxy. See, now it's like it's just got to be like a local, like Revolution IPA. No, uh, oh, Dougie, you want to take a guess before I pull it up? I'll, uh, Jesus, no, I got nothing. Roxy is liquid marijuana. Liquid marijuana. 
Are you just judging it by the outfit? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're never gonna guess any. <laughs> oh, all right. That one. That one. That one might have might have fell a little flat. Um, we got Jackie next. If that's not banana pepper, then what are we doing here? Yeah. I'm saying banana pepper. Yeah. Yeah. You are all incorrect. She's a zombie. What's in a zombie? Oh, uh, fair enough. Yeah, zombie. Um, it's like light rum, dark rum, orange juice, like granted. It's cool. It's hype, like hype, like one fifty one. Um, but it's literally zombie Jackie. It's you know. So, no, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. She- also, Luke wants to be liquid marijuana. This is the first time Luke gets three <laughs> drinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we got. Magnificent Stan, Brian. All right. I don't Anybody. know the name of the drink. I don't know the name of the drink, but it's one of those drinks where, like, each alcohol is heavier than the other, so it kind of separates the levels and makes some kind of cool colored something. So that's my guess. I'm trying to think of something comic or movie wrestling related. I can't think of anything uh, like I got nothing. Okay. Well, he's, you know, he's, he's furry. Some people like to think he's like big old, big old bear. So maybe he's a Russian bear. Maybe he's a white Russian. I he's like also that. probably he's also probably a communist too. So white Russian. Oh, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. Jeez. I'll let you. You're gonna be on. Now we could tease the tomorrow's drafty pod. You're gonna be on. Yeah. You're gonna have to deal with him. He's gonna be controlling your that podcast. That's true. So I hope he gives you hell. He probably will. <laughs> he probably will. I got the first pick for in tomorrow's draft, by the way. So oh, I don't fuck Ooh. that up. Yeah. What is it? Tease it for the people. It's for it's um things that are legal that should be illegal. That's gonna be fun. It's you, Brian, Stoop Kid, and Mrs. Caitlin Mrs. Reeves. Right? I was gonna say Mrs. Ass, but I didn't want to call her Mrs. Ass. <laughs> Mrs. Um, Ass. <laughs> Caitlin Reeves, Sam's Sam's wife. So that's how that, I took I took the long way to get to Brian with a Russian bear and bear, Russian bear, white Russian. There we go. I took the long way. All right. Next up we got Father Zoe. Notorious right. Modelo fan, Father Zoe. Oh, he's Bush Light oh. guy. Or he was a Bush Light guy. I don't know if people know. He might not be a Bush Light guy anymore. Yeah. That's what um, I'm going to say. I'm going to say a draft Bush Light and a cigarette. Cigarette is the must. That, yeah. If we were to like draft or, or pick items at a bar and not just like a drink i'd be like that old school cigarette machine with the pull tab that you can <laughs> yeah, get out that, that, that's something um bush light was too easy i knocked him down a peg he's strawberry lemonade natty light <laughs> oh man oh, oh man jeez you're gonna have to you, i don't know maybe that's not an insult that i would take that as an insult but bush light was too easy oh. Okay. All right. We got a couple more left, guys. Uh, next up, Herb Lawrence. Oh, man. I, you know what? 
I think we talked about this when when you gave us the topic list, and I thought like Herb Lawrence is like smooth with but just like a little bit of bite, and I said like oh he could be like a Weller one hundred and seven, but that's not a mixed cocktail or like that's not a mixed drink. So I don't know uh, what you would pick, but I would say something a little classier, but still packs a punch. So I'm going to go old fashioned. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go with something with three, one, two. Uh, I'm trying to think which one though. Uh, hmm. I just don't know which one. Three, one, two. All right. It's right. so, uh, there's so many to pick, so I'm gonna say something through once here. All right, I think Herb is a Bloody Mary because a lot of people do Bloody Marys, but there are only selected few that get it right. And Herb is one of those dudes that he seems like he's got a great opinion on everything, and I think he's a Bloody Mary, so he's a really good Bloody Mary, though. Um, I actually listened and i um peter made a good argument he's a weller 107 oh, all right he's a he's a weller 107 neat hell yeah a, a store pick 107 at store that store pick at that yeah 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 i dig yeah. it yeah all right horse radish next, all day next up all right we got the beef loaf <laughs> i mean it's got to be the martini it's got to be a, uh, i'm thinking either cosmo or martini but i'm going to go martini Unless you went red wine. Oh, wine. I, yeah, I, wine, wine would too, be yeah. too obvious. See, I think we're doing too obvious, and we're not thinking in Jason's. And we're not getting into <laughs> Jason's brain. So I'm, gonna I'm go going to go red. I'm going red wine. Uh, yeah, red wine sangria. Okay. Uh, beef is a vintage Grenache. That's the Because a Grenache I mean, yeah, is kind yeah. of... Kind of protect. Also, I don't know if this is pronounced <laughs> nude or kind of naughty. I don't. Yeah, it's it's little pompous. It, the Grenache is like the the pompous the pompous <laughs> wine of the wine. It's like oh, I got a Grenache. So, and I don't know if this is nude or naughty, but it also fits beef perfectly as well. <laughs> nude so. or naughty might not be either. <laughs> <laughs> naughty, nude, naud. Either way, he's a he's a vintage Grenache. Fancy, Grenache. fancy boy. Yes. And finally, last one, we got Little Yumper. Man, I mean, it's tequila sunrise, tequila. What's another tequila drink, Dougie? I was going to say like a classic margarita. I'm going to go with tequila sunrise. Okay. Hmm. Wait. Sorry, Jason. Do you remember yeah. on a Cinco de Mayo, we tried to do our our Mexican take on a Irish car bomb? Yeah. And Tequi we did. It was te the tequila rose. Tequila rose, Negra Modelo, and tequila. And we yeah. called it a Mexican station wagon. Yes. I don't think you would have remembered that, but that was that's going to be my that guess. Was, that was, you know what, dude? If I remembered that, I would have put that down there, but no one, I would, we would have to explain that. <laughs> A little longer. Uh, Johnny, real quick guess before I pull up the answer. I'm just going to go Modelo. All right. Well, you guys were close. He's a strawberry margarita. All right. I dig that. Little tequila, little little sweet. I dig that. That's a good explanation. So that's my that's the last of my 
my cock's there. That <laughs> credit to you. Credit to people in the comments saying let Jason cook. You know, whenever you get these ideas, and especially you're like, I'm on a three hour trip. I'm gonna just do this PowerPoint, and I was like, oh, this could go a million different ways. <laughs> we just gotta let you cook, my man. So that's the credit. Credit to uh, the comments for. So if you know, if uh, people enjoyed it, I will uh, do us a, a round two. I'll put together another list. Uh, if I have another road trip coming up. <laughs> which I which we do when we go to Kentucky in September, so I'll have a nice five hour drive to kill. Uh, but I'll do another list for for more White Sox Twitter personalities. So, all right, um, let's just uh, we didn't really think of a question of the week, so let's just uh, let's just run into some bums for let's bump some people and wrap this show up. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. Cause you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum, a bum. All right, comes and MVPs. Johnny, why don't you start it off? Uh, yeah. Uh, my MVP and my bum of the week are the same person. So, uh, MVP. Um, I don't know how people are gonna take this or not, but um, I don't know if you guys um heard of Mbappe. Mbappe is a French uh, soccer player, very very good player. Um, with PSG currently right now. Um. Turned down seven hundred and seventy-six million dollar offer for one year to play it with the Saudis. Um, that Saudi league that they have over there, they're pretty much everybody's. They're they're you know taking Ronaldo and 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 uh, Benzema as well too. Um, but he turned him down. He did not want to go over there. Um, most likely rumors are that he's going to go uh, to Real Madrid. I hope that's true. Uh, but man, that took a lot for you know not accepting that offer. Uh, but he makes a lot of money anyways. I mean, it's not like he, he really needs the money. Uh, but like I said, I mean, he, it, it, he, he's just betting on himself. It seems like he's just gonna, it, like I said, he's probably going to go to Real Madrid afterwards. So, uh, kudos to him on that. Uh, and then Mbappe is my, what a bum as well too, because there was rumors or there, they saw him spotted with Kim Kardashian. Stay away from that, man. Just, oh, just don't do no? it. Don't no do dice. It, no. no dice. I'm sorry. Okay. We, we've seen what happened to the to all the guys who dated Kardashian. Many an athlete. Yeah. So that's yeah. all. All right. Jesus. That's all you got. All right. Um. So we were supposed to actually do story time with Dougie, baby. So Dougie's going to tell the story as his MV as his bum. Yes. So uh, my bum of the week. Uh, so. As I was walking around the ballpark on Saturday trying to find my wife a Gatorade, because where I sit, there's like a little stand right outside of me, a little grab and go where they have Gatorades. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll get you a Gatorade. She wants a Gatorade. Hey, she's doing all the fucking driving of my drunk ass. I will get her whatever she wants. Couldn't freaking find one. Had to walk all the way around. In the midst of my walking around, I pull up on the speed pitch and... This dude is, there's a huge line for the speed pitch. Like normally there is on a Saturday, everybody trying to flex their muscle. This dude is over here rubbing the ball. And I'm like, I can't help, but like, I got to heckle this guy. You know, I'm like, I'm like, come on, dude, throw the ball. Like as I'm walking by and he goes, he goes, you'll see. And I'm like, Hey, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what do you throw? He's like, Oh, he goes, he goes, I could touch 80. I'm like, dude, if you throw over 80, 
He goes, I will buy you a beer right after you fucking throw 80. This fucking dude threw 84 miles an hour. Wow. Damn. He Can he put it in there? Did you take film? Can we get him on the bullpen or starting pitcher? I did not take film. I did not take film. But it wasn't accurate. Okay? It wasn't like as bad as like Matt FanDuel fucking schmacking the dude in the head bad. <laughs> but it wasn't super accurate. But it was still 84. So, man of my word, waited him, waited for him, and he consistently did it. He smacked 81, 82, and then got out of line. When he gets out of line, he's like, oh, I got to go take a piss. And that's when I realized this dude's drunker than I am. I'm like, I'm meeting fucking goddamn David Wells out here in the outfield, you know? And Kenny so fucking I'm like, yeah, yeah, right, Kenny fucking Powers. I'm like, all right, fuck it, I got to take a piss too or whatever. So, you know, I go, I follow him in and everything like that. This dude proceeds to make a fucking header. Header. Trips, falls, boom. Okay? And I'm like, nobody's going to believe this story. So, what I do? Grabbed his goddamn glasses that he had. <laughs> These fucking glasses smashed in a million pieces. You can see right where he hit. No, it's not coming out great. Right where he hit. Right here. On the edge of the floor. He was fine, but I grabbed his glasses and I was like, ah, you probably don't need a beer. And I walked out. Um, <laughs> you... <laughs> he comes, he comes back out and I'm like, do you need me to buy you a beer? He goes, no, dude, I'm, I'm good. And I'm like, okay, cool. Proceed. Find the Gatorade. Come back. Tell Peter the story. Peter's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So one well, thing I, I didn't ask you when you told me, yeah. did he fall into the urinal? Are you wearing urinal glasses? Where did he where did he fall into? I am wearing urinal glasses. God damn it, I just thought of that. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he was right. He was right at the fucking urinal. PP face. Boom. PP yep. face. PP yeah. face. Yeah. Well that sucks. You know, I can't make any PP you... jokes. I can't fucking piss in the lake, so you can't right. <laughs> uh but yeah, so so that's he he is my uh bum of the week just because he has great uh, athletic ability, and did you, you know. Did you get his number? Did you? Yeah, I did. You guys, guys going to go off for have a little mandate? No, not nothing, a nothing. not a man he met in the restroom. Up. A man he followed into the restroom. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think that's a. I think that's illegal in this state. <laughs> yes, not hey, but I will tell you, no judging, Jason. Credit, credit to that guy. He did not do the single line thing or whatever. He did everybody pick a horse and fucking get in line and behind other people. So I will give that dude credit. So semi-MVP. My other MVP is Jason Allen for this. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, sorry. Josh <laughs> Allen, just... have a great year. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Appreciate you. Oh, for NBC Sports, Bills Camp, this is Peter King. All the best to you. You still got it? Yeah, we got it. Josh, good luck this year. Wish you well. Thank you. Appreciate it. Huh? Dude, so fucking petty, but he waited all goddamn year to get this dude back, and he fucking owned it, and I love it, dude. Love it. That's awesome. I dig it. All right, Peter, I'll let you close the show, so I'm going to go next here. Um, my MVB, and get the video ready here. Oh, 
it's Cardi B for for fighting back. There's been a lot of that fucking bullshit where people where fans are throwing shit at artists on stage. They're getting hit in the face. This girl throws water at Cardi B and she just fucking chucks the mic at her and hits her. Good for her. Good for her. Fucking artists need to fight back after this fucking shit with these fans throwing shit. I have yes. One question though. How'd she keep singing? Because that song kept going. <laughs> Got the uh, mi- old, Milli Vanilli old, type of thing going on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Wait. what artist doesn't do that any nowadays? I agree with you, Julie. And I had this conversation. You've seen a lot of this in concerts now, where people are just chucking stuff at them. Mm-hmm. What you didn't see in that video was she originally told people to throw water at her. There's other videos of her saying, mm-hmm. "Like, get me wet," and stuff like that. So you didn't get the whole story. Interesting. But still, I'm cool with her chucking. So if, she if, wants. if she said that, then why did that one fan get targeted to get the the mic? She just, back? dude. There's a, dude. There's a video out here of her like, basically, busting it down, and she's like throwing at my pussy. Huh? And like they're like they're, like people are throwing water. There's a bunch of videos out there. It, it came out after the fact. I don't know why she maybe, got mad at this specific person. Maybe because it was she like in the face. face yeah. With. Yeah. Maybe she just wanted an IPA or the, or the ass or something. Either way, um, I'm cool with them chucking. If, if they're throwing stuff, she's she could throw stuff back. Yeah, or just jump off stage and just deck them. Yeah, fight back. Um, all right, I got two bums of the week. Uh, first one is the MLB owners for reinstating Rob Manford to a five-year deal as, as uh, commissioner of MLB. Fuck them. That, guy's, that guy might be the worst owner of all professional sports. Maybe – Batman's a w- little worse, but I would say I would vote Rob Ooh. Manford probably is the worst just because he doesn't not, he doesn't know how to grow the game with the blackout markets and all that shit, like gambling, all that fucking, he needs to, he's terrible as a commissioner. And I can't believe the owners gave him, gave him more time. <laughs> so fuck the MLB owners. Um, Finally, my last MVB, or I'm sorry, my last uh, what a bum is bugs, mosquitoes, flies, all fucking uh, weekend camping. Yeah, like though the flies were the biting flies. I can't even tell you how many times I got fucking bit by a fly, which is not fun. If you ever got bit by a fly, it it, it is painful. Uh, but those were some aggressive fucking flies, always biting, and the mosquitoes. Just holy shit! I was making tacos. I did the taco cart on Saturday night. For the family, I brought the Blackstone down and everything. Like, I made my own little, little little tailgate. So I did tacos for the family. And at one point, I looked down at my leg, and there was fucking four mosquitoes on my calf. All at the same time. It was, I was, I am never cooking outside in Shelbyville at 8 p.m. ever again. You got that like, sweet fucking, blood. Oh, my God, dude. It was a feeding frenzy. I got bit the fuck up. So bugs can go, uh, go fuck off here. Can I ask what type of meat did you have in those tacos? Just steak. No, no arachera. Oh no. Okay. Oh, no. Just regular steak Check. tacos. Okay. A lot of cheddar. Okay. Yeah, uh, bug spray. Yeah. I mean, they did invent bug spray, Jay. Brand yeah, I. Mind. You know what? I fail on my part. And or pants. I am wearing <laughs> pants next time. But also, it was unbearably hot. It was hot as hell. All right, Peter, take us home. All right, uh, quick bum. I didn't expect the bum you, Jason, because I do um, appreciated the whole cocktails and everything else. 
you just played that Cardi B. We can't play music on the show, my man. We're going to get DMCA'd. <laughs> that was longer than oh, six minutes. God damn it. So, so yeah, I appreciate you clipping that video and playing the Cardi B, but if we get flagged, that's on you. So God hopefully everyone cross your fingers that we don't get DMCA'd for that. That was like, what, like a 10-second clip? Is there? Yeah, like a... we, we should be fine, but who knows? Um, first, for real, MVB, I talked about it last week. I brought it up. Um, Julie's cousin, Lincoln, um, I told a story about him. People donated it, and we appreciate everyone that donated already. The barbecue is this week. Tickets sold out. Shirts sold out. Everything. Um, appreciate everyone's support. I'm just putting it up there because you still can donate um, to the charity. Um, the pig roast is this uh, Saturday, and it should be a good time. But we uh, immediate MVB, everyone that donated. So thank you to everybody. Um, Gordo's in the comments. Love the shirt, baloney. My man, I had you written down as my MVP. He came. I saw the shirt he was wearing uh, last Whiskey at Kaminsky Tailgate. I don't think you could see it. White Castles only come to one side. That's a uh, Beastie Boy. I love the Beastie Boys. Always have loved the Beastie Boys. Um, He got me the shirt. He just uh, showed up, rolled up to the Whiskey at Kaminsky Tailgate, and he's like, I got you one. So appreciate you, Gordo. Um, I'll be rocking this all summer long. Um, Last MVP. The Dram Daddy, our newest um, bums in the bleacher host. He went through something that we've all went through on this podcast. Um, if you guys didn't check out the Cubs podcast yesterday, they had some tech- technical issues. Um, well, Mike, pra- pra- yeah, Prazmaster had that Telemundo internet, that uh, Johnny Southside bum internet, that MSS internet. Um and for it being the first show of theirs, John handled it about as good as he could. He talked by himself for minutes on end, kept the train rolling. Prez came up and, you know, popped in whenever he could. But it was a problem all podcast long. So we're going to have to get that fixed. So my bum of the week is Prez. I mean, we, week one in, we can't be having this, my man. Um, he was apologetic. We ended up testing a new setup after the podcast recorded um so i stayed with him longer hopefully we get his issues resolved but uh what a way to debut your first podcast that was, yeah that was i <laughs> was, was a, uh little just, bit it of was a like a, it was a it was a it was a train wreck it was a car crash so i couldn't look away at one at one point man like, jason you text like, me oh at one God. point like what do we do i'm like i don't know what to do they're like do we pop in can you imagine first podcast of theirs and, and they've we've done test podcasts it, everything went well on the test yep. podcast it just of course when you go live shit hits the fan um at one point you text me like do we pop in like what the fuck are we gonna do like 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 vince mcmahon and and teddy long like we're in charge now so, so shout out to john for real he handled it like a pro um praz was apologetic we'll get it figured out they'll be back next week yeah so yeah, make sure guys, uh, if you if you're if you are a Cubs fan or if you know someone who is a Cubs fan, just spread please, the word. Rec- yeah, spread the word. Recommend it. We had a good uh, amount. Of, we had a good decent amount of viewer or people in the comments, and they stuck with us through all the technical difficulties. So we appreciate those fans as well. But uh, we hope that they will build on the Cubs, and they made some trades, and they're you know playing pretty good ball right now. So hopefully, since the Sox are on the downslope, that uh, more people will, will tune in, and hopefully we'll. It'll grow for them. So that's all that's all we can hope for. Um 
other than that, guys, it's football season is is here now, man. Training camp's begun. So um, after next week, we're going Bears talk, baby. I hope you guys are all ready to bear the fuck down because uh, we're going to be talking some Bears. We're going to give some more. Not we're going to give all the nonsense we can because it's still training camp. There hasn't been any preseason games yet, so it's going to just be a little Thursday. who looks. Yep. Who's, who looks uh, who looks good. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to have some more nonsense segments for you guys next week. So, uh, again, appreciate everyone who listened, who commented, who liked and subscribed and all that. We love you guys. And we will be back next week.